Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Throw a curveball at it. Oh, boy. Dr. Paul Brown, MD. Right. Tell me about coronavirus. What do you know? How concerned should we be? Well, I think we ought to be very concerned. You said probably about an hour ago that you were talking about the Chinese not being truthful, and I think you're absolutely correct in that assessment. They have a vested interest in not being truthful. I wondered if this is something that was developed by the Chinese for biological warfare. I don't know. Uh, I'm not in a position to know now. Before I was on the Homeland Security Committee when I was in Congress, and we would have gotten some updates and, and some intel, probably classified intel, about what was going on over you there think and around that's the world. Happening now? Uh, I hope it is. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that our members of Congress are finding out what's going on. And the Intel Committee certainly should be getting briefed by not only World Health Organization or the, or the CDC personnel, but by anybody that possibly can help us to prevent this kind of outbreak in this country. Uh, medically speaking, okay, but, well, more people die from the flu. And my answer there is, yeah, we know what the flu is. We don't know what this is. Well, we don't know what it is, and you were talking about that earlier as well, about the flu. The thing is, when people get the flu, they develop pneumonia, and that's it's the the pneumonia that, that takes their lives. And I assume that's exactly what's happening with this because that is the normal uh, progression of the disease. So it's uh, something that we need to keep off this country as much as we possibly can off the shores of the United States, and that's what the CDC is trying to do. We already have people coming into this country from China that um, have this coronavirus, it's, I think it's just starting. I think this is just beginning to be the process that we're going to see. Hopefully it's going to be short-lived. I don't know. Uh, former Congressman and, uh, and Dr. Dr. Paul Brown, M.D., uh, help me with the dates here. Elected in 2007, uh, served through 2014? Uh, correct. Okay. I was elected in special election 2014 when my predecessor, Dr. Charlie Norwood, passed away. We had a special election. I won that one. I served uh, in four uh, different uh, Congresses, so I, um, I served there almost eight years. I ran for the U.S. Senate unsuccessfully in 2014. So when that term ran out, January 3rd of 15, then I left Congress and have been out since. Why do you want to go back? Tim, government is just totally out of control. Both parties are spending money that we don't have. We're creating a debt that is just totally unsustainable, and that's what I fought when I was in Congress. And Thankfully, we've got a few more people in the Freedom Caucus that are trying to fight the establishment Republicans and uh, try to make government be responsible and, and fiscally responsible as well as hopefully stop this out-of-control government, and I want to join that fight. People that I already served with, people like Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows, who are dear friends, I want to go help them to try to stop this. And it's actually for our grandchildren and grandchildren's future. If we don't stop this now, we're going to have an economic collapse of this nation. I have to do everything I can to fight for this country. I'm a U.S. Marine. And I believe in America. I believe in limited government. I believe in the Constitution as it was intended by our founding fathers. 
government is just totally out of control. It's spending money that they don't have. It's spending. It's taking money from us in our tax dollars and spending it on unconstitutional uh, functions of the federal government. We've got to start sending those government functions back to the states or the people, leave money in people's pockets, create a an environment of a free enterprise system unencumbered by government taxes and regulations so we can have good-paying jobs for all Americans. That's what I'll go fight for. Uh, you ran in this district. I uh, ran against Congressman Collins. I uh, lost. Uh, there were multiple candidates. I think if I remember correctly, and I do, he ran and won that one without a runoff. What, right. what makes uh, what makes a second bite out of that particular district, Apple, more appealing this time than the last time? Well, this is an open race. I've, I've already served over half of the district initially in my congressional service. Also, approximately a third of the uh, voters in this district have already voted for me. I'm the only non-establishment candidate in this race, and we'll just do everything we can to try to represent the people, not the establishment Republicans and the special interest in, in Washington what I'll do is represent the people of this district. This is the third most conservative congressional district in the country. The other two must be in Utah or something. I mean, where, where I are don't there know where they are, but this is the third most conservative. When, when I was in Congress, I was rated at least once as being the most conservative member of the U.S. House. I was uh, several times, I was the only, well, at least once, I was the only superhero for the Citizens Against Government Waste, which is a group fighting against government waste and trying to, with their pig book, show this uh, out-of-control spending and things that government's spending money on that absolutely they well, Give me an be. example. Again, Paul Brown running for Congress here. Give me an example. The first thing that, that, that people will point out, we talk to Senator Perdue about this all the time, uh, and that actually a very small percentage, relatively speaking, uh, of what Congress allocates, appropriates, is, is discretionary at all. So much is baked in and built in that you actually can't really do much by way of touching. Give me an example of something you would touch. Well, Tim, we need to change that process. <clears throat> I've, I've got a bill that I'll introduce when I get back there <clears throat> that, uh, pardon me, <clears throat> that will put all federal outlays or expenditures in the budget, and Congress needs to do that. We need to stop this discretionary and non-discretionary spending. Medicare is fixing to go broke. Uh, in fact, Social Security is as well. We've got to do something about that. We've got to save it. Medicare and Medicare for our seniors. I wrote the Patient Option Act, which is the only Republican bill that actually puts doctors and patients in charge of making all health care decisions, not some insurance bureaucrat nor a federal government bureaucrat. I always said this during that congressional fight, and you were a part of it, uh, and as 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 House Republicans were, were taking aim at Obamacare. And it was like, well, where's the Republican plan? I always said this. It's not that there wasn't a Republican plan. It's there were too many. Everybody had an idea. Everybody had some plan, but but you had too many and not one that everybody got behind. Well, there were several. I don't know that there were too many. I had the only one that really was going to solve the problems. My Option Act would would literally make health care, all health care expenses and goods and services much cheaper for all Americans, would provide access to good quality health care for all Americans and would save Medicare from going broke. It's the only health care plan that totally repeals Obamacare and totally repeals the problems. Government is what, and gov 
government tax, uh, not taxes, well, that's part of the problem, but, <laughs> but uh, government regulation, government mandates, and price setting by the federal government through the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services are the reason that health care expenses are continuing to skyrocket. And no one introduced a bill to curb that process. That's the only way that we're going to solve the problem. All of this, by the way, necessitated Congressman Doug Collins going to challenge Kelly Leffler in that special election for U.S. Senate in November. And so the seat opens up. And so Paul Brown says, yeah, I'm going to run. And he is. Uh, your thoughts, you mentioned this earlier. You referred to the two other gentlemen here, uh, Wilkinson and Tanner from the legislature. I think you referred to them as establishment Republicans. Uh, elaborate on that. Well, they are. They both have been in the uh, legislature for a while. Both of them have voted for more taxes, more government. Uh, they they just go along to get along with <clears throat> with the leadership in their respective in their respective houses of, of the general assembly. If you look at their voting record, which is very difficult to get, Tim, John Wilkerson has a thirty eight percent conservative voting record, and Kevin Tanner has a thirty no I, no I think it's the other way. Ken, Kevin Tanner has a thirty eight percent conservative voting record, and John Wilkerson has a thirty two percent conservative voting record. When I was in Congress. I was always in the 90s. I was one of the most conservative members of Congress every single year from the time I was there in 2007 through 2014. By way of a criticism, uh, there would be those who would say that speaks to a lack of effectiveness. Okay, he he didn't get anything passed. He was too far out there. I did. Yeah. In fact, we passed a bill overwhelmingly, bipartisanly, to audit the Federal Reserve. And in fact, I had a companion bill with that to get rid of the Federal Reserve. We've got to return monetary policy back to Congress, and uh, I worked real hard to do so. Right now, our dollar bills are just fiat money. They're, they're being printed by the Department of Treasury at the direction of the Federal Reserve. Congress is not doing its constitutional responsibility to controlling the money supply nor the value of our dollars. And now, should there it, be a Federal Reserve? No. In fact, I'd like to see us get rid of the Federal Reserve completely and let uh, the U.S. Treasury and Congress deal with monetary policy and not the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is controlled—it's not a governmental entity. It's, it's a quasi-governmental entity, only in that the chairman is picked by the President of the United States. But it's the bankers of the country that— that uh, the big bankers of the country that control monetary policy. And it constitutionally, that power is granted to the Congress of the United States. And so we need to return that power back to Congress as it should be. Let me ask you something. Uh, we watch uh, on the screen behind you all those Democrats up there in New Hampshire. We can talk about them if you want to. I want to talk about the Republican uh, who's in the White House now. Uh, as best as you can remember, where were you on President Trump, say, in this time 2016? Were you a Trump guy from the beginning? Did you have to come there later? Are you a Trump guy now? Oh, I'm a very ardent Trump guy now. I got on the Trump train just after my good friend Ted Cruz <clears throat> bowed out of the race. Uh, Ted Cruz and I fought in the in the trenches together in Congress when he made his uh, monumental uh, <coughs> speech that he made for a long period of time. I was actually on the floor of the Senate with him, just cheering him on. But uh, he and I and a handful of conservative Republicans in the House, as well as not only with Ted Cruz, but Rand Paul and, and Mike Lee, principally the three of them in the Senate, we, 
we met together on an ongoing basis to fight the fight. So I was a Ted Cruz guy to begin with. As soon as Cruz was out of the picture, I jumped on the Trump train. I believe very firmly early on that Donald Trump was going to win the race. And I base that on just the what we see today with all these rallies that he has when you have tens of thousands of people waiting in the cold or the rain on the outside for for several days just to get in. I knew something was happening politically in this country. And I praise God for Donald Trump. You know, he's a coarse street fighter kind of guy. I cringe at some of his tweets, (laughs) but I don't. I don't mind the tweets, though I do cringe at some of them. Is he though? Uh, is he a conservative? You're, you're a you're a movement conservative. You, you've been around since Reagan, and you, you, you're one of those guys. Uh, right. You, you, you were on, on that early that uh, a lot of movement conservatives. Movement conservatives have complained uh, sometimes pretty loudly that hey, Trump's not one of us. Well, you just look at the policies he's put in place. He's reduced regulations on business. We've got the strongest economy we've had in decades. People are leaving welfare and getting good jobs. Uh, we, we've had uh, a very robust economy. You just see what has happened with the with Wall Street and how Wall Street has just skyrocketed under the policies of this president just in the last three years. He has done a fantastic job. The only complaint I have about him is he needs – a good move, movement conservative like me to help him up there in Washington. <laughs> and so that's why I'm trying to get there so that I can help the president understand what constitutionally limited government is. Let me give you a good example, Tim. When Republicans were in charge of the House and the Senate, they never gave a bill to the president, even proposed a bill that repealed and replaced Obamacare. They said it did, but that was a ball-faced lie. The Paul Ryan bill only amended Obamacare made it a little bit better. The Mitch McConnell bill, well, actually, Paul Ryan had several. Mitch McConnell's bill did this very same thing. They convinced the president that it was a repeal and replace bill, and he kept talking about that, but it, it wasn't. We need to pass my Option Act and put patients and doctors back in charge of all health care decisions. None of those bills would do that. We've got to stop this out-of-control spending, and Republicans and Democrats alike are very guilty spending all this money we've got about a 20 well it's 23 and a third trillion dollar national debt that's totally unsustainable we need to leave dollars in people's pockets we've got to get rid of the department of education i wrote a bill when i was in congress to get rid of the department of education so that let's let teachers teach they're not being paid enough let's keep that money here in georgia let parents and teachers be involved in directing the education of their children instead of some uh, blooming bureaucrat in Washington, D.C. A <laughs> couple of minutes left. Again, Paul Brown, former congressman running again in District 9. Got to ask this, uh, speaking of dollars, uh, allegations of irregularities, the use of campaign dollars dating back to your tenure in Congress. Uh, the status, where is all of that now? Oh, that was an ethics complaint filed against me that was totally false. The street talk in Washington is filed in 2014, and the street talk was that the leadership's staff actually filed it against me to try to destroy me and keep me from coming back to Washington. But it was thoroughly investigated by the FBI, the Department of of Justice's division of um, it's called uh, Professional Integrity Standards. They uh, thoroughly investigated. They found no wrongdoing. They've dismissed it. 
Uh, in fact, John Wilkinson is already saying that I'll be indicted and I'll go to jail if I. And it's sad that he's already stooping to that kind of personal attack. But uh, it's the the statute of limitations has already run out, so it's totally gone. It was totally false. I'll tell you, this is just like the Russia collusion complaint against President Bush. Totally false. Trump. I mean, against President Trump. Uh, it's totally false. And uh, it has the government spent lots of money looking into it, but it's gone. It's totally gone, dismissed, statute of limitations run out. They can't even, if they wanted to indict me, couldn't do that. But there's no reason to indict me because after the investigation, they found nothing. You ever stop and think, I was mentioning this the other day, and leave that aside for a moment and just focus on this. About 30 seconds left here. If you'd not run for Senate, you might still be in the House. Well, I may have been. I just felt led to do that. Saxby Chambliss was was retiring, and I uh, looked at it. And I, the the thing is, in the Senate, I could introduce uh, amendments to bills, so I could put my Department of Education Elimination Act say into another bill, and uh, and we could get it passed a whole lot easier. So that's the reason I. Thought I'd go over there. I'm running for Congress. Now, you online already? You got a website up? Yes, paulbrown.com, P-A-U-L-B-R-O-U-N. A lot of folks don't know that yeah. my side of the family can't spell or can't <laughs> pronounce, but it's paulbrown.com. People going can go on the website, can contribute. I encourage them to do so and can volunteer and help us. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.